Life and death depend on this discourse. That's what makes the Gita special. That's what is happening on the battlefield. Beautiful, breathtaking, real. Good evening, Ajay. So my question is first. I have actually two questions. My first question is regarding me personally. The thing that I face is that. Uh, when when I am speaking to someone in in a group, I always tend to provoke people with my ideas and whatever opinion I have. Like for example, I can tell you when when I'm when I'm uh, talking to people regarding what you teach, what other gurus teach, like uh, Osho, maybe. So they often like the ideas that that I tell them uh, regarding. the various texts that we have they are often provoked that is one example that i am telling you and and i don't know this happens to me in every spheres whatever ideas that i am telling the thing that i am uh, talking to people they often get uh, it, the the conversation get really awkward at at, at the point that they start to repel me. and uh, if if i am talking to someone new well i often come as charming but eventually when they get to know me my depth they are often uh, they don't like me enough so what i can do to make myself more likable even though if i have provocative thoughts as uh, people have uh, signaled to me previously that is my first question uh, should i continue with the next question also no let me respond to it see the purpose of communication is not merely to send a few words to the other or ideas to the other from your side hmm? the communicator or the speaker is also responsible for what the other one has received in fact the communicator or the speaker is responsible even for what the other one has interpreted or construed hmm? so when you speak obviously you want the other to understand don't you and if you find that instead of understanding others uh, rather get provoked hmm? they re- react and they resist then your own purpose is not being served because i'm sure that is not what you had intended hmm? and if that's what you had intended then there is a serious problem because the ego can find a lot of pleasure in instigating others in getting others to flare up 
react get angry hmm? they go might say look at my power look at the potency of my words with a few words i got all these fellows so worked up see how angry they are see how i broke their poise their peace because if you can get somebody to react it's almost like getting him enslaved you now have his number his handle you know where to press the button so the ego can find that quite pleasing you have to be cautious however let me assume that is not the case with you let me assume that it is not with the explicit purpose of eliciting a reaction that you speak let me assume that you speak with the right intentions then you must know the limit of your responsibility and your responsibility as we said is not limited just to what you utter it is limited not even to what reaches the other it extends to what the other feels about it how the other interprets it so you have to first of all begin with that in mind right there are people who say that their job is to speak the truth and after that how the others receive it is none of their business even that is a, not a very honest position to take how the others interpret you is very much your own business and that's why attention towards the audience is needed that's why there have to be a thousand ways to communicate the same point that is why empathy is needed if empathy is not there the other one will not open up if he will not open up there would be no listening if there is no listening there is no communication you are not speaking to the walls you are not speaking to an audio recording device you are speaking to conscious people with all their frailties their imperfections and their needs people have their pains their biases their pasts they don't come from nowhere we all stand at specific positions of the ego 
And it is from these positions that we listen to whatever we do. Therefore, the speaker has to first of all know where the listener is standing. Right examples have to be crafted. The right language has to be chosen. The right tone, the right words and the right time and the right occasion have to be chosen. Hmm? We have stories, hmm? the fables, the anecdotes that we have in which a student comes to the teacher and asks a particular question and the teacher says, I will answer you. And then eight months later, when the opportunity presents itself, that's when the teacher says this, this is the answer. There has to be this kind of sensitivity to having the right time and the audience in the right frame of mind. You cannot just uh, have an attitude wherein you care for only your own righteousness, thinking nothing of the other, and then the next moment you get kind of hurt when people do not reciprocate your however deadly kind intentions. If you want your kind intentions to be reciprocated, then be really empathetic. Know that your responsibility, as we said, extends beyond just speaking. We communicate to bring wellness to the other. We do not communicate to speak the truth. Nobody can communicate to speak the truth. There exists nothing like the truth to be spoken. The purpose of communication is wellness or welfare. not truth. Equally, you could say that that which brings real wellness to the other is the truth. Nothing else is the truth. So if you are failing to bring wellness to the other, for sure it is not the truth that's there in your words. Hmm? Now after this kind of care, 
and depth of compassion there still would be a few or many who just won't listen or who would listen to you from predetermined hostile centers then you can probably say that you have come to the utter end of your responsibility and now you cannot do much more with such people and then what you would be saying would be probably admissible when you have done your utter best even after that there do remain people who are beyond your capacity to mend no because after all listening and understanding are sovereign decisions irrespective of how hard you try you cannot really force someone to understand or to move towards his own welfare so a few people would still remain totally deaf to your words totally impervious to your kind intentions there you can excuse yourself you can then honestly say i did try my best but i couldn't succeed with these few people but obviously that is to be said after you have done your best with total empathy how do you know whether you have done your best hmm? here is a hint when you are trying to reach out to the other to explain to the other hmm? you will have to leave your own position you cannot say that i am a scholar and therefore i will use scholarly language you cannot say i love indian history therefore i'll come up with examples only from indian history you cannot say that the world of the other is untouchable they live in filthy places therefore i won't go close to them you cannot say i speak from the heights of the truth and the listeners are all rolling down there in the mud i won't stoop down to them the genuine communicator and we are talking of spirituality here because you said you want to bring spiritual truths to people will have to be a very versatile person and that versatility is not a skill it is compassion hmm he will be prepared 
to leave all that is secondary or external about him only the truth at his heart he will not be ready to leave he cannot leave that he is helpless in that matter except for that one thing he will be prepared to compromise on everything he will stoop he will change he will bend he can go left or right he can switch languages hmm he can act juvenile for a while he can he can start from where the audience stands he will have no definite personality of his own at least he'll try not to have his need to wear a particular favorable personality would be smaller than his empathy towards his listeners so he'll he'll not be hesitant in going to places that are generally considered off limits when truth is at the heart then you have very little need to hold on to anything else all else then becomes negotiable you cannot say uh, your name please yeah my name is amrit pandey you cannot say i am amrit and i am a serious fellow hmm amrit being a serious fellow is something that keeps amrit as amrit and that is the ego's need who is amrit a serious fellow if amrit needs to act chirpy and jovial for the sake of his audience he must change change not in the internal sense change for his cause like one changes clothes do you keep wearing the same set 24 hours and 7 days different times different places and different clothes right amrit similarly your personality has to be very flexible your biases must be all disposable 
there has to be only one thing important the truth all else can be done away with as and when the need arises but unfortunately we do not get too many examples of such empathy and the general notion is that teachers carry a specific persona if a teacher is particular about the persona he carries and i'm saying teacher here because because that's where you are coming from right when you are trying to initiate a spiritual discussion somewhere you are reaching in in that domain so teachers who necessarily carry a specific persona i doubt whether they are of much use to their audiences i understand that the personality cannot be fully offloaded it is not something that you can actually take off like your shirt but to whatever extent you can manage it you must Hmm? let me add one last thing to it amrit to your words people listen later the first thing that they listen to is your empathy they want to see whether your face and your eyes carry their pains if your eyes contain not a bit of the pain that they live in they will not be able to listen to you truth is not about lofty words and scholarly theories truth is first of all a deep desire to help hmm? if they see that you want to help they will listen then they will listen even if they are not able to make perfect sense of your words in fact then they may listen even if they are not able to make much of your words but they will still listen and they will even benefit without even understanding your words properly they will still benefit on the other hand your words might be accurate your arguments might be perfect your erudition might be flawless yet you will find your words hitting an impenetrable wall 
if you are not coming from a position of empathy and you will wonder you will say everything about my words or logic or my entire discourse is close to perfection why am i not able to penetrate then it's not knowledge that penetrates the other it's love knowledge is a small thing very small thing the world has not remembered scholars so much they are given their due share of admiration and respect it is the great lovers who become immortal in the heart the saint is always above the scholar and somehow the saint comes to know every bit of what the scholar knows love is a great teacher love will beget knowledge however it is not necessary that knowledge begets love 